Broadcasting live from Bolus's Citadel on the plain of Ravnica III, this is Tap Tap Concede. Today with uh, some new hosts. Hi, I'm Serge. Joining me today, I have a Ben. Yo! And a Cameron. Huh? <laughs> and uh, just a reminder that Tap Tap Concede is brought to you in part by cardkingdom.com slash LRR. Let's them know that we sent you there. That's an affiliate code. We like them a lot and we recommend that you like them too. And a reminder that everything we do is brought to you by your support over at the Patreon at patreon.com slash loading ready run. Today is Sunday and the three of us just wrapped up at our War of the Spark pre-release. Mm. And we have some feelings. Holy moly, this is quite the set. Yeah, that's kind of putting it, I guess, like lightly. <laughs> I yeah. don't get it. <laughs> oh! But I have, I have, I guess, like a number of opinions, like s s flat out. This is an awesome limited yeah. set. Like personally, I am not a tremendous fan of sealed. Ah. But um this made me a fan of it. Like oh, I, I honestly think this back. is really, really cool. You're yeah, back. Yeah, absolutely. Um like I mean, I I of us I did the worst. I went yeah. one and two and then I dropped. Um one two friendship lunch sounds like yeah, a great way yeah, to Yeah, I went for Vietnamese, right? I got yeah. some pho, it was great. <laughs> oh nice, where'd you go? Uh just a green leaf yeah. uh, cafe. A place to sell it. So today's episode, we're gonna talk about our pre-release experiences, our kits, some sick plays, some perhaps some sick plays inflicted upon us, and overall what we're thinking about. So Ben, start us off. What how did your experience go? You went one and two. Yes, yeah, and <laughs> it is a five-round uh, 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 thing that we do for for YJ. Um, I started off really, really excited, um, and not not that I got ex less excited, but I just feel conflicted <laughs> that there may have been a better deck than what I built out of what I had. So I was very fortunate enough to get uh, new Lily mm. as my promo. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she's pretty spicy. The, the promo bomb mythic feels yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, uh, just in case people don't know, what does this Liliana do? So this Liliana is uh, four black black for a six loyalty planeswalker, and uh, her static ability, which is obviously the new thing yeah. uh, for planeswalkers this set, uh, is whenever a creature you control dies, draw a card. <laughs> Seems pretty good. Yeah. Uh, her plus one is you can create a two two zombie creature token, uh, and uh, her minus four is each player sacks two creatures. Hmm. Uh, and finally, if you do ultimate her, each opponent chooses a permanent they control of each permanent type, and they sack the rest. So you you played black, right? Yes, I definitely did play black. <laughs> yeah, um, and she, <laughs> seems <laughs> correct. Yeah, what I really like about whenever Liliana comes back, her her ultimate is typically around the same sort of a thing. Yeah. Sure, yeah. it's always like grab all the permanents and do X thing, or grab yeah. permanents from the graveyard and do well, thing yeah, with them. It, uh, I remember an original Innistrad block for Liliana of the Veil. The trailer for that had her literally saying to, um, uh, what's her name? The 2-1 Cathar, who always taps. Thalia? Thalia. Mm -hmm. sit, telling Thalia, all right, choose between all of your companion Cathars or the <laughs> shiny silver rock. Yeah. <laughs> One of them is going away. Yeah. So uh, what's, what's really cool about this pre-release as well, uh, you get two promos mm -hmm. which so you always get a promo planeswalker and then you get a promo card mm -hmm. so i had the uh the odds because like the promo planeswalker can be any of them yeah including so it can, uncommon uncommon ones right mm -hmm. uh so i was like oh okay i got a mythic planeswalker what am i gonna get as my uh your rare my, my rare uh, i got fibble thip yeah <laughs> oh which, wow which here's the thing fibble thip is great this card is great. This card is great. And yeah. if you have it and you're in blue, run Fibble Thing. Yeah. It's just an elvish visionary. I think yeah. a lot of people look at this card and they think to themselves, ah, it does it's a legendary rare. It doesn't do enough. And you're just like, 
it draws a card. Yeah, it's an yeah. elvish visionary. Well, I really liked, uh, well, Sam from Rhystic Studies, mm. nice mug, uh, <laughs> said that a lot of people are trying to do shenanigans with Fibblethip, but maybe you just cast Fibblethip onto and draw a card. It feels good. Mm -hmm. There. Mm -hmm. Wasn't that nice? There's a yeah. lot of other texts that you can just ignore. <laughs> like, yeah. this card is great. Yeah. And look at that art and all that lore and that enormous eyeball. Yeah, so then I, um, <laughs> I went on through the rest of my packs. I started opening things. And uh, first uh, pack I opened up next, uh, I got it to Fairy. <laughs> And I was like, okay, Esper? okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, open up my next pack. I got Jace. And I'm like, uh, okay. Uh, next pack is Parhelion 2. I'm like, mm, not so great. Uh, and then the next pack I opened, uh, I got a Casualties of War, which is actually one of the cards that I was most excited for out of this set. And it's very, oh, very interesting. Yeah. This is going in every Golgari commander deck for, <laughs> till, from now until yeah. the end of time. Uh, it is two black, black, green, green for a sorcery. Choose one or more, yep. which is very key. And you get to destroy a target artifact, creature, enchantment, land, or planeswalker. Absolutely and or. Got, uh, <laughs> absolutely got three for one by this. Yes, Ooh, it's a very, very good card. <laughs> so coming through, looking at the rares, especially the bombiness of them, yeah. uh, I was like, I'm an Esper. Like, it's got to be Esper. Sure. And I built it out, uh, and through being an Esper, I somehow, like, obviously I could have gotten greedy a little bit with the splash. I only had, like, a mana geode to sure. fix, right? Mm -hmm. um, uh, and I had, like, maybe nine, maybe more like seven playable creatures, mm -hmm. and the rest was all non-creature spells. And so... Me being the typical player I am, which is I turn a creature sideways and I reduce somebody's life total You're to like, zero. I, you don't have enough creatures. You I don't have panicking? enough creatures to make this work. Yeah. So I'm sitting there going through my stuff and I'm like, okay, well, I'm my black is pretty good. Um, let me take a look at my green. And my green had all of these big, sweet creatures. Did you end up in Golgari? I ended up in Golgari, yeah. Wow. Um, but it was just like, and I mean, a lot of it was just like, not, not like, incredible creatures but just good green creatures so there's just like simple things like ward scale crocodile hmm. i think is a fine card it's four and a green for a five three with hex proof yeah yeah you know like cards like that have been oppressive in past sets you give that any backup and you're like okay i guess i don't get to interact with the biggest creature on the board that that's a feeling yeah <laughs> yeah and then you've got uh things like i had uh two bloom hulks which yep. are four fours for four that proliferate when they yeah. enter the I like field. that card a lot. And they're just good, yeah. Um, and uh, and then things like um, even like Crunch Wrangler, Wrangler was nice on my uh, on my on my, you, you on right my there, curve. Cameron. Yeah. Raging Crunch do 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 do. Raging Crunch do 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 do. Raging Crunch. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's just a lot. <laughs> A lot of good cards like that. I also really wanted to uh, experiment around because uh, Casualties of War seemed super sweet. So yep. I got to play Lily. Yep. Um, I also uh, had a, uh, a Death Sprout, which oh, yeah. is, was was did a lot of work. It's one black, black, and a green. Destroy oh, this card's instant. great. Yeah, destroy target creature and ramp. And uh, because I was doing a little bit of a light uh, Abzan yeah. splash. It fixes colors. It fixes colors, yeah. So uh, I, I pulled the, uh, the keyword soup uh, angel. Uh, Sunblade Angel. Oh, yeah. Mm. Five and a white for a 3-3 three, three with flying, first strike, vigilance, and lifelink. Sure. And this one ended up kind of closing it out. Nine times out of ten, though, as great as this card is, um, and here here is where the, the turning point of uh, the my feelings on the set came. Okay. This card ended up being just a sandbag 
it was a removal magnet, which is totally fine, mm -hmm. but it was a six mana removal sure. magnet. Sure. And at that point in the game, when I'm like running low on cards and whatnot, yeah. it just it sucked to play this, well, and then they go end step, Jaya's greeting. Yeah, well, <laughs> there's two common three mana, like, or, uh, 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 lightning. Uh, lightning strike equivalents, yeah. right? Yeah. So, and shockingly, um, I had very little removal. Like, mm. there's so much removal in the set, and I somehow managed to not really get all that much. Definitely saw a lot of removal in my opponent's decks. Yeah, yeah I, I know that, that was kind of it. So, <laughs> I want to, I want to talk, and 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 just like, I don't know. I think my, I, I definitely think what I probably should have done was go Esper and just do the hardest control play I've ever played in my life, and finish. And my win con is Jace. Mm -hmm. um, so an interesting thought I have on this set, mm -hmm. so a following idea. Normally, you know, you might have a rare or two, but if you don't have if you don't have the rest of the deck to sort of carry you to it, you're you're gonna fall apart. So I think a lot of the times you're right. Your decision is probably correct to go with the meat and potatoes there. Mm -hmm. But this set is so bomb heavy. Yeah. It's so bomb heavy. Yeah. It's so weird. I feel like we're watching slow motion rock'em sock'em heavyweights. Yes. We're just like and that and that's kind of the thing, right? Is so I came at it from a perspective of um, quote unquote fair magic. Sure, you know I'm mm -hmm. like here's a four four for four. <laughs> you know that's that's in, pretty in, good in typical limited. Yeah, that is a good card. Yeah, a four four worth four four for four with a keyword. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, great, but then somebody just slams down something like as simple as just like, I don't know, um, like even even having just like a, a Teferi or any of these uh, like- uh, the Uncommon Planeswalkers. The Wanderer, uncommon, yeah. Yeah. you know, <laughs> right? Like the Wanderer is a great example of something where you're just like, okay, three and a white for a five mana Planeswalker that can just exile your yeah <laughs> your Yeah, 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 so nice, nice four drop. You absolute idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Why aren't you playing? also going to do it next turn. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to play another four drop? <laughs> yeah, right? You're so like, I'm oh. over here. I, I, I was outside talking to uh, somebody because uh, we were, you know, at a pre-release. It's awesome because you just get to mm -hmm. talk to random people that you've never talked to before uh, and, and ask how their games are going. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, like, I just I had a Sahili and an Ugin and a Sorin out. And it was just like, oh, I couldn't quite get there because they're Domri and they're, they're <laughs> and all that kind of jazz. And, and they're like, how did you do? And I was like. Oh uh, well, yeah. I, I I I had a Crunch Wrangler and um, I I played a Blooming Hulk and I stacked the uh, the the triggers so that the Crunch Wrangler got a to uh, a counter and then he got to proliferate that yeah, counter. I had two creatures with four <laughs> yeah. power. It's so like I like it, it, this is a weird and wacky format, but I had a ton of fun. Nice. Um, but. The the one card that uh, everyone was like me uh, the the most divisive card uh, that that is uh, that I've had people talk about was Parhelion two. Uh, how is that card? I didn't run it, but on which is, paper which, it seems amazing. Like what does it do? What does it do? So Parhelion is six white white. So eight mana for a five five vehicle with flying first strike and vigilance. Seems good. Whenever it attacks, you create two 4-4 four, four white angel tokens with flying and vigilance that are attacking. Crew four. And that that's what kind of kills me on it, is like, I, I, I there, there was no point, at least that I found, when I was getting there, uh, that if I did get to eight mana, I had just like a spare 4-4 four, four running around. But then again, maybe you have like a bunch of little amassed dudes and stuff, I just, I, I uh, I've lost to this in arena. Mm -hmm. Oh, let me tell you, 
I did not see it coming. It can right? absolutely like, like, get there. You, 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 you wind up in these long, grindy games where you're both kind of like ticking down your planeswalkers and trying to measure things out, and then you realize, oh no, they're on eight <laughs> mana. And it just like lands, and you're like, uh, your hair I blows would, my, back. Yeah, my tank was empty, right? Mm -hmm. like, yeah, it's yeah. Like you're sandbagging removal, expecting Parhelion two, mm -hmm. uh, and then they swing for thirteen, and you would you you die. Like yeah. it's obviously very good. Yes, it's a very strong card. I just like I don't know. It 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 was not something that I thought I could ever get to, and I don't think think looking back at the games I did play, I would have quite gotten there i guess I, I think it wants to less be in a control shell and this is going to age poorly because you know london is going to show up and it's going to be like oh yeah there were 45 copies of parhelion <laughs> 2 in the top eight right it was just a control map but like i think in a uh if we talk about the pool I didn't run, I had the green uncommon planeswalker uh, from the Chinese. Oh, Jiang Wu. Jiang Wu, uh, that turns all of your dudes into birds of paradise mm -hmm, if they have mm -hmm. a plus one plus one counter on them. And I think like playing Parhelion Two is way better on four than it is on. Oh, just like ramp it out in a creature based strategy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I yeah. Have, yeah, I have such a hard time with this card. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I, I'm not sure. Like, uh, uh, multiple people were like, I don't think you can do it. A bunch of people were like, I've been winning games all day with it. And I'm just <laughs> like, mm, okay. So, yeah, I mean, overall, I think maybe what I probably should have done is play hard control. Um, but I've had several instances where maybe my pool supports a certain archetype more than maybe an archetype that I'm more comfortable with playing. And I feel like sometimes you want to aim towards the one you're more comfortable playing, mm -hmm. provided if you're like looking to, you know, uh, if if you're looking to grind, I guess, right? But mm -hmm. I guess what you should come at it at it with, and what I probably should have come at it with, was I should have went. I pulled a planeswalker that wins if I mill myself out, and the pre-release is a time to just have fun and yeah. goof around and stuff. And I should have, I should have, I should have went with it. And I really regret not doing it. Mm. Not because maybe I would have won more, just because this was a time with zero uh, stakes have never been lower. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. So I mean, obviously, by the time you listen to this, um, like the pre-releases and all that kind of jazz will be over. But if I could make a suggestion. Um, go for the fun thing oh, at yeah. the end of the day like the, I mean you know getting extra packs and all that kind of jazz is probably pretty cool and stuff like that but maybe playing outside of an archetype that you're traditionally un, like you're com traditionally comfortable with um, you've already spent the X amount of dollars to play why not do something fun with it uh, you just said the word pack did I which reminded me Right. We haven't cracked a pack. Do we? Are we cracking a pack? That's I feel right. like we're okay to just talk. Yeah, I think we're okay just to, to jaw here. Okay, yeah. we'll just keep chatting. This pack yeah. is going to sit here, chat, and know that that we love you. Oh, just open it for absolutely no value at the end of at the, the end, show. Sure. At the yeah, end yeah. of the show. Okay. Just, just right. open we'll it. Do you want me to? Do you want me to open it and then just be like, no, you don't want to see what's in here. <laughs> <laughs> you do you at the end of the show. Okay. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll play it by ear. All right. All right. So yeah, that, we'll... that that was my thing. I had a lot of fun. I didn't do the most successful, but I walked away with cards that you better believe you're going to be probably seeing in uh, a Friday Night Paper Hell Fight yeah. Commander thing nice. in the future. Uh, Cam, tell me about your pre-release. How did you do? Okay. I wound up going three, one, and one. Uh, splitting in the finals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because I think after five rounds of magic, especially uh, sometimes very grindy magic, as War of the Spark Limited seems to lend itself towards, people are willing to take that split at the end of the day. <laughs> thank, um, thank you, friends. I opened what I think is a reasonably strong pool in... Uh, the deck I wound up building was Grixis Spells. 
There was also, I think, a reasonably strong Selesnia deck in the pool, but I felt it was light on interaction and leaned heavily on playing value creatures that want to turn sideways as the deck you, you wound up playing was. Mm -hmm. um, but th those, those decks work quite well for people who aren't me. Yeah. It's outside my comfort zone. <laughs> that, that, that's and they, basically they, it. Like they, they, they work really well unless they falter, mm -hmm. right? And if you miss your land drop, you're, you're toast. And I wound up opening a very like balmy, splashy pool, which I think, which I wound up playing, which I think might be the correct move in War of the Spark sealed. Mm -hmm. Because your opponent can be playing like 2-2, two, 3-3, two, three, three, four, 4-4, four, and you're just like some random bomb card <laughs> that just blows everything Undoes up. all of their work. Yeah, yeah. undoes all of their work. Um, and obviously and it paid off. You did well. Yeah, well, uh, I, I wound up playing a very greedy pool. You mentioned that your Esper pool would have had seven creatures in it. Mm -hmm. Ah, uh, is that? Uh, ah. That's, that's six creatures <laughs> because I have one creature in my removal pile, which is Galt Cyclops Electromancer. Right, right. So I'm playing seven creatures in my pool. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, for you, the record, it was Thunder Drake, Avon Eternal, Lazatep Reaver, Eternal Taskmaster, Taskmaster, Sky Theater Strix, and Erratic Vision. How did you win? I don't know. <laughs> well, um, we're like, okay, the the ways I've won the, the, the cards I resolved in the games that I won yeah. were that I was able to chip in with Sky Theater Strix for like two, four, six damage. Um, Which keep, one is Sky Theater Strix? It is a one-two owl. Oh, yeah. This card's it's, great. It's the strictly better... Uh, 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 Stormcrow. Stormcrow. Yeah. yeah I, I, I like this card a lot. One of them... Strixly better. Come on. Strixly better. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, then I also had uh, seven pieces of removal. Obnixilis' Cruelty. Oh, that's Tyrant where all Storm, removal went. Yeah, yeah he got reading. it. Two Chandra's Triumphs, a Spark Harvest, and Cyclops Electromancer also counts as removal because it goes to creatures when it enters the battlefield. Huh. Um, so that helped keep the board clear. Uh, protecting my own creatures was not something that I was terribly interested in doing. But one card that really impressed me mm -hmm. was Command the Dreadhorde. As mm -hmm. it turns well, out, yeah. that reanimate any number of things is good at six mana. Uh, I paid, I think, eight life in one match, ten life in another, uh, I think ten life a third time. And just, you don't even have to be grabbing anything good, right? You just need to gum up the board. The with, board just swings so much. Yeah. yeah. Like, you grab two Planeswalkers, and suddenly, like, you've undone so much work that your opponent's Target done. Target creature yeah. or Planeswalker cards in graveyards. Not yours, mm -hmm. either. Any yeah. graveyard. Like, this... It, I didn't need to be get like you, you get back a Lazatep Reaver and you're like nah, it was, probably wasn't a great way to spend six mana but you get like three guys with a mass triggers on yeah. your TB and suddenly you're <laughs> feeling pretty good. Yeah, well, I mean, you've got you you I mean, you just like showed that you've got like the removal suite to basically pick like, your creatures yeah. that you're going to be killing them oh, with. Oh yeah, later, absolutely. You know? And absolutely. like at the end of the day too, a card like that, you know, if you're finding that you're just getting like like st or like stomped early, like mm -hmm. someone's junding you or something like that, right? Um, it becomes the easiest sideboard you've ever made in your life. Oh, yeah. Right? Because yeah. you're just like, I'm not making it to like these turns where it matters with enough life for it to happen. Scoop yeah, it, it out for something out and, else. Yeah, yeah. yeah, throw in like, you know, a typhoid rat or something. Mm -hmm. right? yeah. If you're not running all of those for some reason, I picked a card at random. Uh, and then I had four <laughs> Planeswalkers. Dace. Uh, Tybalt. Oh, Tybalt. Rakish Instigator, which I was very medium on and mm -hmm. then found out that I actually love this guy. Mm -hmm. Oh. I love this guy. There's... 
there seems to be several breakpoints in the toughness of creatures in this set. Uh, and one of the big ones is one. Yep. Being able to ping something for one damage is huge because so many of the uncommon planeswalkers tick down twice and they just sit there as a static ability. Mm -hmm. So being able to have a one power creature that when it dies pings something offers your opponents miserable choices. Yeah, I, like I gotta say that this set more than ever uh, seeing seeing those last two words of of a lot of the texts or uh, on like mm -hmm. spells and whatnot of any target, target? is mm -hmm. wild. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's it's super cool to see it. And, yeah. yeah. And also, like, the, the opponents can't gain life. There's a lot of incidental life gain in the set, and a lot of, like, there there's a Johnny's Companions, mm -hmm. right? Or a Johnny's Pride Mate, sorry. Yeah. Right, the, that care the about two, life two, gain. That, yeah. Um, also, the Devils pair, pair really well with Obnixilus the Hate Twisted. <laughs> yeah. What does that yeah. one do? Uh, Obnixilus is a five-mana Planeswalker, three black-black for a five-loyalty uh, uncommon Nixilus. Uh, whenever an opponent, any static ability reads, whenever an opponent draws a card, Obnixilus the Hate Twisted deals one damage to that player. So whenever your opponent on their draw step, he, he just like ticks down your opponent. His minus two is destroy target creature, its controller draws two cards. So you can blow away something, your opponent gets to draw two cards, but they take two damage, and that's, that's okay. That when you gotta do, when, when something has to go, Obnixilus will take care of it. But you blow away your own devil tr token <laughs> from, from, from Tybalt, and you ping something, and you draw two cards, oh, it feels so nice. <laughs> it feels so and see, nice. And see, these are the stories that, like, I'm sitting here doing my, like, crunch bloom, like, uh, proliferate uh, giant that I'm like, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So I, like, I want to do that. Yeah. yeah. So I activate my two planeswalkers, draw two cards, <laughs> ping you, and you're just like, yeah, and the best part is that Obnixilus and Tybalt are both just such giant assholes. Oh yeah, they'd be buds. Yeah, they, they would be all over that. They'd be like, hey, I got a devil here. What do you want to do? And Obnixilus is like, I could torture it to death and like get a bunch of advantage off that. And, and Tybalt's like, oh, that's gonna be awesome. Let me get my phone out and I'll videotape it. And the devil's like, Wait what? Yeah, Tybalt's like world star. Yeah, and they <laughs> high five. I see. Uh, I instantly look at the two of them uh, and see like Gaston and LeFou. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Oh wow. Yeah. No one. Like is this tap tap concede? Like oh god. Uh, How did this become tap tap concede the musical? This is the second time you two have just burst into song. I don't know. Yeah, we do it. We do yeah. it just slightly, just to amaze you, I guess. I, yeah, I'm, I suppose I, so. Consider me amazed. This is uh, very special. Rounding up my five mana planeswalkers was was Sarkhan the Masterless, uh, <laughs> and as it turns out, making a four four dragon minus three Sarkhan, paying five mana to make a four four dragon, a lot of the time feels pretty good. Five five for a four five mana for a four four, for something that isn't quite as good as Sarah Angel is still pretty good and sealed, right? Especially if you get to if he gets to live through the turn. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, what feels really good is dropping Sarkhan on turn five, or not on turn five, but uh, after you've played Tybalt and Obnixilus and minus two them t together. Yeah. And they're both just sitting around at one mana. Doing one loyalty, yeah. Yeah, one loyalty, and you just drop Sarkhan and turn them both into dragons, and yeah. they just like high five again and <laughs> eat your opponent. <laughs> All right, we found your win cons. Well, uh, yikes. And then also... Uh, or sorry, if you if you aren't familiar with Sarkhan the Masterless, if you're listening to the podcast version, he's a three red red five loyalty Sarkhan type <laughs> planeswalker with the uh, static ability. Whenever a creature attacks you or a planeswalker you control, each dragon you control deals one damage to that creature. Well, there's not a lot of dragons in this set. There's two kind of, but uh, his minus three is create a four four red dragon creature token with flying. That's not bad. 
uh, is plus one reads until end of turn each planeswalker you control becomes a four four red dragon creature and gains flying. Caca. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, making hasty dragons yep. is pretty good for just like if you've got uh, planeswalkers sitting around like on break. Yeah. Right. Like leaning against their shovels. Yeah. Um, well, just shout out by the way to to Sarkon for mm -hmm. uh, for finally doing his own thing. Yeah, he's kind of been everybody's like Aaron boy yeah, for exactly. the past little bit. So hey, but yeah, now now he's now he's uh now he's an independent contractor. Yeah, yeah. Right? Everybody, all all of uh, Nicol Bolas's cronies kind of realized that oh wow oh you didn't care about me yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah, well, Sarkhan got got that got that memo a bit earlier than yes. everyone else. Yes, yeah, I think. yeah. Uh, Domri waited a bit too long. Yeah, Dom Domri <laughs> decided to hold out for the for the retirement plan. Which card is is it? Spark Harvest. It is Spark Harvest. Yes, that's got uh, the picture of uh, uh, Domri just yeah having see ya coming in. Uh, you know, Domri, can you come into my office and close the door behind <laughs> yeah. you, please? Uh, yeah, what's up? Sit down. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm going to need you to sit down, Domri. This is going to take a little while. Uh, and then my other rare that I was really happy to be playing was Ral, Storm Conduit. Um, he's two blue-red for a four-loyalty four Ral-type planeswalker. Whenever you cast or copy an instant or sorcery spell, Ral, Storm Conduit, deals one damage to target opponent or planeswalker. I had to have a judge roll back one turn where I pinged an opponent's creature with this. Ah, yeah, this one is not any target. This is yes. only an opponent or planeswalker. Yeah, so that was embarrassing. Um, but his plus two reads, scry one. There. Dece. Doesn't that feel nice? It does feel <laughs> nice. Uh, his minus two, whenever you cast your next instant or sorcery spell this turn, copy that spell. You may choose new targets for the copy. I uh, burned out a boar god with this. Ooh. Um, I, you know... And everything feels good with this. The only card that doesn't feel good with this is Command the Dreadhorde because you yeah. don't need to. Mm -hmm. But every other instant or sorcery feels so good. I copied, uh, I copied uh, Jaya's Greeting. Ugh. I copied Chandra's Triumph. I copied Tyrant's Scorn. Um, I copied uh, uh, Contentious Plan. Do you know yeah. how good it feels mm -hmm. to just copy Contentious Plan? It's like it's a free activation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Draw two cards and then you ping your opponent twice. So highest orva performer? Absolutely. I was expecting was Ral was Ral. Interesting. Because um, you read it and you're like, doesn't do anything by itself. Yeah. No. Like that. There's not. There's not. A, the, the typical rules of a planeswalker has to be able to protect itself. Mm -hmm. uh, you're just like. But as it turns out, when you just blow everything away, it it feels pretty good. He's a miserable top deck. I'm going to guess. Yeah. Like empty board and you need. Literal you need anything. an answer. Sure, uh, he's the worst. But if you've been able to sandbag like anything at all, Ral feels great. Mm -hmm. um, I also got to do the thing where an opponent attacked Ral. Like I, I went all out minus Ral down all the way to I think one or two loyalty. Um, an opponent was like, "Finally, yes, the opening. The shields are down, right? We've detected a we've detected a gap in their battle formation. Right. <laughs> uh, sent everything in, and I teferied time twist." <sighs> Ral, uh, which exiles him and then returns him to the battlefield on the ne uh, beginning of the next end step. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. wow. It felt amazing. <laughs> I, I, it felt I, amazing. I, I bet. Yeah. Like, it it's felt, like you activated my trap card. Yeah, yeah very felt, much it so. It feels amazing to be on this side of the shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, who hurt you, Cam? <gasps> yeah. <laughs> 
uh, us, us, us aggro players, I, guess I think, so. over yeah. the years. Uh, was, there, was there an underperformer, a card you expected better from, and just never had its window? Uh, Obnixilus's cruelty never showed up for work. Uh, I don't I think mean, the I card ever... seems fine. It's yeah, it never... seems fine. Yeah. Uh, what didn't work for me? Thunder Drake, I wasn't terribly impressed with. Okay. I think I got one thing back with Eternal Taskmaster. Yeah, but Eternal but this is not this is not a card you necessarily want to be no. running in a seven creature. Well, deck. Eternal mm. Taskmaster is also just a two three for two. Like that seems fine. This card yeah, this I, card seems very very good. I mm -hmm. it, the only problem enters the battlefield tapped. Yes. Right. So like in in a deck that just wants to gum up the board and protect its sure, walkers, sure, it was sure, sure. it was like uh, this or the other thing. Right, like basically all my creatures were just here to hold down the board while we waited for the planeswalkers to show up. Did you have a heart fire in your pool at all? No, I didn't. So I, I, I don't have it in this, but I played, a, I played about three or four mm -hmm. um, sealed pools on uh, on arena, mm -hmm. uh, and I, when I when this card got spoiled, I was like, this thing's sweet. I'm so into this and whatnot. Mm -hmm. It did not feel as good as I thought it was going to feel. It's got a lot of downside. It had, yeah, and I mean, it, it was just like this one card sometimes that like, I've got like two creatures on board, neither of whom I want to sack, yeah. like, sack, and it just sort of yeah. sat there. That being said, I definitely don't, I definitely don't people for four sure. and one with it and whatnot, but it felt like every, anytime I see Heartfire, I would have just rathered it be Jaya's Greeting. Mm -hmm. uh, that's Highlander Playable. We talked about it in the set review as maybe a finisher in RDW. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, like I mean I'll probably run solid, it in that, but maybe yeah. not necessarily in this. It, in a limited pool, though, it's a little bit like more difficult. Yeah. I think, but mm -hmm. yeah, I don't like, know. This seems like a great second main phase card after you've swung with like sure, just yeah, to, just to finish it yeah. off. Swift spear and like goblin guide, mm -hmm. right? Um, but otherwise, anything else that really didn't impress me in my pool, um, you know, they they all felt good. T Tamio's epiphany. Holy moly. <laughs> I know you aren't drawing four, but the feel when you peel four cards off the top. Scry four and then draw two. Yeah, and then put them, oh, foresight, well, I missed you. That's everything you want to do in Magic. Mm -hmm. uh, if and I, then, oh, sorry. And another card that just always felt good, Jace's Triumph, it's Divination, but it has a couple extra words of text. It yeah. opened well. I would have uh, liked one of those. <laughs> yeah, Divination, Divination, always a great card, feels good in this format. Mm -hmm. So if I may, I'll share the tale of my pre-release. Sure. So you open up, and the first thing I think every Magic player does when they open their pre-release kit, what's my seated rare? Mm -hmm. And I see, I think, one of the strongest Planeswalkers, in my opinion, in Limited, which is a Johnny the Greathearted. Mm -hmm. This is the four mana green-white Ajani uh, for two green-white, five loyalty. Creatures you control have vigilance. Gain three life for plus one, minus two, put a plus one, plus one counter on each creature you control and a loyalty counter on each other planeswalk you control. I like how he's making that one Eternal do the teddy bear dance. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, I can't help but notice, Serge, your Johnny the Greathearted is still wrapped in its original packaging. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, and on the other side of it, I had Vivian's Arcbow, another great rare. So I go rare, rare, and green, white, and arc the Arcbow's solid. I didn't wasn't too worried about it, stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, this is great. And then I proceed to open one, two, three, four, five, six, seven blue, red, rares, and mythics. What's it like to live the dream? Including yeah. Ilhog... <laughs> Ilharg the Ray's Boar. The pig. pig. Kefnet, my own Ral, and then just like a couple other value ones and stuff like right. that. So I'm just like, sorry, oh. Johnny. Like, you, you go live over there right now. I'm going to go play as a control mage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, Did you have the combo? What's the combo? Narset's reversal and Ral Zarek. 
Narset's reversal and Ral's. Is it, no, oh no, I'm thinking of a different one. Okay. Thought, no, no, you. So you can do it off of. Yes, you can. So no. What can somebody somebody use your words to describe what you, combo you're you, trying you to do? You cannot do it off of this. No, you wouldn't okay. be able to because because you need a starter spell. So there's an infinite combo with Ral right now. Oh. Um, that hypothetically you could do in in limited. So, okay. uh, but it's easier, I think, to accomplish in standard. But basically, the combo is uh, you use Ralph's static ability, which is whenever you cast or copy an instant or sorcery spell, it pings, mm -hmm. right? And then you use some sort of starter spell, usually something like Opt or Shock sure. or something like that, right? A one mana spell. Then you cast uh, either ex uh, Expansion from Expansion Explosion. Sure. Uh, and uh, then you cast e an another Expansion or. Or Narset's reversal is kind of the the other kind of copy one right now, and you copy the copy, and then you copy the copy, and then you copy the copy, and you copy the copy, and because ah. he triggers after uh, each spell cast or copy, just sends cast, him directly to the the shadow to the realm. dome. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's kind of cool. So you could hypothetically do that if you had in 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 limited if you had Ral and two uh, Narset's reversals. Hmm. That's a lot of mana. Yes, that is a lot, that of, is mana. A lot of mana. Yeah. Well, hypothet, it's five mana. Hmm. Oh, right, you've right, already right, got a right, rally right. out and stuff, right? Yeah. So my pool was fun. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 cards that I never, literally never cast one. I opened a Narset's Reversal, uh, which we're talking about yes. there. And eh? I mean, yeah. I remember watching the pre-pre-release and watching, I think Graham just sent somebody to the Shadow Realm by by taking the, uh, what's that blue-black rare? That target creature gets minus four, minus four, mill four, gain four, mass four. Uh, it's like release the re oh, enter the god eternal enter yeah. the god eternals i saw somebody at the ppr narset's reversal and enter the god eternal and i was like i'm gonna live the dream this is gonna be the greatest day of my life mm -hmm. and so many times i'm like i've kept blue blue open anytime now opponent just mm -hmm. cast a thing and they're like no nah, i'm cool um so my deck found a very interesting spot and i'd like to think it was somewhere between cameron's deck and ben's deck in that i had these very 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 powerful threats much like Cameron, mm -hmm. but much like Ben, I had no removal. Uh, I <laughs> so usually when you find a happy medium between two decks, it's between two positive two points. Good of the, things. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I suppose this is also technically a happy. Well, this medium. is a glass right. half yeah. full. No, you're right? not it's, wrong. It's you're a medium wrong, that I'm sir. happy. <laughs> yeah, I had the, I had the happy medium between Cam's dope deck <laughs> and Ben's not so great pool. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to. No, go on. Tell me more <laughs> about your two gods, your copy thing that copies a god, and your ability to steal somebody's dope bomb. Now, I didn't talk about Spark Double. Another one of my rares was Spark Double, which for four mana lets me copy one of my dope bombs. And let me tell you something that feels great. Two Kefnets. At the same time. I never got to have two Ilhargs, unfortunately, but two Kefnets, it's just like, mm, chef kiss. Especially where one is a 4-5 and the other is a 5-6 flyer. Yeah. Because mm. Spark Double is four mana for a 0-0 zero, zero illusion. You may have it enter the battlefield as a copy of a creature or planeswalker you control, except it enters with an additional plus one plus one counter on it if it's a creature, enters with an additional loyalty if it's a planeswalker, and just oops also isn't legendary. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was great. That was great. So we see the heart of the deck. Ilharg never disappointed me. Uh, P.S. The secret tech, if you're like, oh no, is my opponents always have these gods? How do I get rid of them? Um, there is a two mana blue common aura. 
yeah, yeah. Uh, Kasmina's well. tremu- uh, yeah, transmutation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's the actual name, Ben? Kasmina's transmutation. Yeah, so two mana aura, enchant creature loses all abilities, has base power and toughness of one and one. Uh, this ability overrides the god clause, and so you can actually kill these stupid things, mm-hmm. and so they go. Um, so that was neat. Uh, but nobody ever killed the pig, but the pig got turned into a frog quite a few times. It was mm-hmm. very confusing. Uh, cards that I was disappointed in, Sahili seemed to read, uh, for one blue-red, blue-red hybrid, target opponent will discard that one black sorcery that just kills a planeswalker. Oh, yeah. well, okay. <laughs> so I don't think that's her fault for being no, disappointing. No, no, just, She's I, a young pyromancer, yeah, is what every, she is. Every time I cast her on curve, they'd be like, oh, cool, kill her. And it got to the point now that I'd play her, and they'd just look and like smile, and I just immediately put her in my graveyard, and they'd be like, how do you know? I'm like, this is the fifth time it's happened. Mm-hmm. Like, it was ridiculous. Um, so, Sahili, what do you want to do, Sahili? Make what? one once. Like, Wait, okay, time, she's not, a, I mean, okay, I don't, I don't want to uh, dis- disparage what you're saying, but I don't think she's a disappointing card because she ate a removal. No, 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 no. It's so weird, though. Hmm. It's just like, she doesn't do anything on an empty board. So the amount of times that you cast her on three and don't activate, you just mm-hmm. cast her on three and and pass, feels kind of weird. It, it's one of the few Planeswalkers that you, you never want to see early because if there's no follow-up, so you almost want to cast a Healy on turn five. Like, mm-hmm. play Sahili, sure. and then also follow up with like a, t- a contentious plan or a cantrip or something like that. But it seems it seems hard to to have a, a spell that you never want to cast on curve. I agree, but again, like I look at her as a as literally like it's what does a young pyromancer do when you play it on turn two? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, and and that is what I see the card as. And sure. I've, I've seen several moments where you get to do something fancy. I've seen uh, somebody. Uh, turn uh, uh, Bolus's statue, the six oh, drop yeah. thing, into a creature off of Sahili. Yeah. Right? Which it's now a six six mm-hmm. kind of a, or or it would copy something else. Right, it's sorry, like, so it's sorry. Like old carn ability. Right. Yeah. I'm thinking of Karn thing. But I you can absolutely turn your little you know act, do something. I, I actually just for simple magic had somebody use this against me where they turn their servo into uh Herald. Nice. Right? Ah. And then it dies and, and you, you got a mouse. Kind of uh, thing. Something worth mentioning, because I, in my head, when I thought Artificer, I figured Thopters. It's important to note that Sahili creates 1-1 one, one servo yeah. artifact creature tokens, which are not the ones that fly. Because hmm. that, that definitely caught me up. All right. So card that I felt overperformed, uh, Bond of Passion. Hmm. So six mana sorcery for four red red. Gain control of target creature until end of turn. Untap it. It gains haste. And Bond of Passion deals two damage to any other target. Mm. Could have been the fact that my deck had no removal. This was literally the only removal I had. But the ability to grab, uh, let's say, an out-of-control army, uh, zombie army token, mm. or uh, d- the two damage to finish off a Planeswalker, like that that little bit of chip mm-hmm. damage mm-hmm. closed a ton of games for me. Very impressed every time I had Bond of Passion won me a lot of games. A card, and this might just reflect my issues with magic, Contentious Plan. This card is objectively amazing. Yes. Two mana sorcery, one in a blue for sorcery, pro- proliferate, proliferate, which is great. Draw a card, three most powerful words in magic. When do you cast this? I, like, cause like, do you cast it on turn two? 
right? You cast it after minus twoing Ralzarek. Yeah. Um, well, obviously, like there, there's like there's the best case scenario. It's easy to know. I have a Sahelian Ralzarek in play. Like mm -hmm. yeah, you're just like bear, 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 but. Because it's so good, I often started second guessing when it was I wanted to use it. Mm. I would consider I, cycling this early game sometimes. Yeah, I, 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 I think if you're under pressure and you need something else. Yeah. Like, like you put you put this in your deck because you know the big thing that it can do, mm -hmm. right? Where you can have that sweet thing where you've got like three creatures with counters and you've got a couple of planeswalkers and whatnot. You yeah. get to do all those cool things. But on the times where it's not that, it becomes cycle card yeah, yeah. Well, it reminds me a bit of the um uh the one mana blue spell from guilds of ravnica the one that gave something minus four minus zero and then uh surveilled oh mm. yeah where it has the abilities dazzling on the card. lights dazzling lights yeah yeah the abilities yeah. are in the wrong order on the card right like, right right yeah yeah like do you need to draw a card now do you need an answer Mm -hmm. Right. Do you need something that's better than this card right now? Mm -hmm. Then use it and draw a card. And it also has this proliferate ability that is very powerful, absolutely, but should not be considered the primary function of the yeah. card mm -hmm. until love, it is the primary function. I just love value. I just want to get as much value out of it as possible. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. We only got a couple more minutes left. So let's talk about some high level stuff here. Uh, I was also judging this event. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing that I found very interesting this is a complicated set. Yeah. There's not a lot of mechanics in it. There's not a lot of mechanics in it. Um, instead, there's a lot of very powerful abilities, in particular, a lot of static abilities. And I got a lot of judge calls being like, hey, judge, two turns ago, I forgot the fact that I had a Wanderer in play, and my opponent cast a spell to kill one of my cards, and then I killed my card, and then I untapped, and then I went to attack, and I realized, oh, you can't target my creatures. And I'm just like, well, <laughs> like, mm. the abilities are so powerful, but because there's so many of them, you don't even realize you mm -hmm. missed it until turns go by. Even I forgot that my raise bore is supposed to go back into my library. Yes. Like, this is my own card. This is one of my win cons in the highlight of my deck. And even I forgot the, the, the recurring ability of it. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. <sighs> what advice to give there. I mean, everyone always says slow down and read all the cards, well, but... That's kind of the thing, though, and, and it was literally what I was going to say, right? Like, I went up against a couple of people that were, like, flying through um, some of their turns. Yeah. Right? And and there were a couple of times where I, like, like it, it was just like, they, they'd be like, pass, pass it. And then, like, at one point, somebody uh, ended up uh, the... What is... It's the three-drop uh, a mass flyer, a Aven... Oh, oh, uh, Aven uh, Eternal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, they, uh, I went to attacks and they went, I flashed this creature in. Um, and obviously it's very, flying and flash start with the same sure. two letters, yeah. right? And so it, it, it's in those scenarios where obviously that's just a strict, like, that. that's just a thing you can't do. Yeah. Right? But it's a similar scenario as those where it's just like, um, the, the mechanics aren't really all that difficult um, and there's no rush. And because of the amount of removal and all that kind of stuff that I see in the set, um, even the games where, even one game where I got board stalled for like maybe like five or six turns and we were both top decking, it then ended very quickly. Mm. There was some decisive thing that de does it. So I think a lot of people maybe get worried about going to time or something like that in, in, in these sort of things. And what I would say is just like, there there are so many things going on, it will always just behoove you to like, 
to to make sure you're checking in on every little thing because there there may be may clauses or little things that are tacked on to the ends of sentences of planeswalkers mm -hmm. that um you never even like you kind of skirt over yeah every word bit. is relevant yeah yeah you know things like any target or suppose, or stuff like that uh um let your opponent beat you. Take your time not to beat yourself. Yeah. Because uh, nothing feels worse than misplaying. You can get crushed and you're like, ah, they played well, but you make one mistake and that's what haunts you afterwards. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, let's move to some closing thoughts here. Oh, Cameron. Uh, sorry, I just realized I didn't point out that Command the Dreadhorde was actually my promo foil. Okay. Oh, okay. And the other card in the pack was uh, Jang. Yeah, uh, the, yeah, the green one. The green, the green planeswalker that loves counters and I played one and not the other sweet uh, not really any regrets yeah. there I would have loved to have either of the weirds oh, uh, oh yeah, they're good weird. yeah I yeah. would have I would have traded any of the creatures <laughs> I would have traded my. any of my common creatures <laughs> for either of those uncommon <laughs> yeah obviously right, better obviously, ones obviously yeah. better ones but oh, can I you got just imagine I did get to cast casualty of war with five targets it was uh, an opponent's Karn's Bastion for the land. Yeah. It was Na um, uh, Sahili mm -hmm. as the Planeswalker. It was uh, a Mana Geode as the artifact, and it was a 4-4 zombie army as the creature. That feels good. And then next turn, you. they cast a Planar Celebration. Which is the big green uh, oh, spell? Right. Choose four or something yeah, like that. Yeah, where basically uh, they got to take all those cards back that <laughs> I just removed, <laughs> uh, and because one of them uh, was a token one, they went, uh, "Oh, and I'll make a citizen." <laughs> they grabbed the three that I destroyed. Cool, or whatever. I yeah, grabbed a citizen. Like, what do you do at that point? You just yell, "Come on!" Yeah, yeah. I, no, I went. That's pretty good. Yeah, and he's cool. like, yeah, this card seems good. I'm yeah. like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, all together, I love this set. I can't wait to jam some more. Ben, do uh, you want to crack that pack for no value? Sure. We've got ourselves a Teferi's Time Twist. Yeah. Nice. If we're just slamming this. We got On Crop Invader, which is the uh, dude oh, that has I love first that strike yeah. on your turn. Yeah. A uh, card that I really would have loved to have in my pool, a Crawl Stinger. Three mana, two, two with Death Touch. Yep. We got the big zombie hippo, Lazatep Behemoth, which might have the best flavor text of the mm. the set. I know I should be more concerned, but a big blue zombie potatomus. Zombie Zombie Potamus from Beyond the Stars. This is yeah. what they're invading us with. Yeah, Potamus, Potatomus. <laughs> Potatomus. <laughs> Basically a zombie <laughs> potato. Check. Uh, even Eternal. Yep, good card. Sarkon's Catharsis, which I misread a couple of times and didn't realize it's does a lot of creature. Yeah, does, five mana instant only target player. Oh, oh I got to do a play. I got to copy that with Ral. <laughs> that felt good. Uh, Bloom Hulk, love this card. Yep. Sahili Silverwing, meh. Yeah. Omnixilis' ah. Cruelty, Power Creep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, totally lost. Yay. Mm -hmm. Wait. Yeah. Oh, but no Fimble Fit in the yard. Yeah. Oh, he's on top yeah, of a Dangron. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bond of Discipline, which I don't remember. Right, this card's actually a bomb. Uh, tap all creatures your opponents control. Creatures you control gain lifelink until end of turn. Uh, also, uh, uh, five mana GG. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Rally of Wings, which is eh, untap all creatures control. Flyers get plus two, plus two. Uh, Kiora. Kiora, who's pretty sweet. Mm -hmm. And our rare is Neheb. Guess who's Ooh. back. Yeah, back I have loved every printing of Neheb. 
Yeah. I think they just keep getting really cool words. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Neheb is a two red red for a five four trample. Whenever Neheb Dreadhorde Champion deals combat damage to a player or planeswalker, you may discard any number of cards. And if you do, draw that many cards and add that much red mana. Until end of turn, you don't lose this mana and steps and phases end. You forgot the best part, which is legendary creature zombie minotaur warrior. Yeah. Because, mm. yeah, it was a minotaur warrior before and now yeah. a zombie minotaur warrior. Well, friends, that is going to be it for this episode of Tap Tap Concede. Thank you oh so much for joining us. I am going to just butt in real quick because uh, you noticed the hiccup I had just a few minutes ago. Yes. It was me trying to go back to the full screen view, and I'm going to try that again, but giving a warning this time. Don't do it. It did it. Okay, we're back. It's fine. Okay. Reminder, yeah, thank you for watching Tap Tap Concede. Reminder that Tap Tap Concede is brought to you by CardKingdom.com. CardKingdom.com slash LRR. That's our affiliate code. It lets them know that we send you. We like them a lot, and we hope that you would also like them a lot. And reminder that everything we do is brought to you by you, by your support over the Patreon at Patreon.com slash Run. Thank you very, very much, and we'll see you next time.